Greetings fans, welcome to Shy Lounge. I am the host again, Shinblade. Well, it's my show anyway. Just sit on down, relax, put those earbuds in, relate, uh, vibe in, because it's going to be some funny laughs this episode. This episode, I have comedian Justin Hires from the hit show Rush Hour on CBS. I met him uh, last year at the Baltimore Comedy Factory, uh, where he opened up for Atheon Crockett. Uh, very, very funny guy. Um, a lot of people know him as the uh, gay guy on 21 Jump Street that Channing Tatum had knocked out. Uh, it happens, movie roles, so um, I'm congratulating him on the success because he's he's a very, very funny guy. He's a very enjoying guy. Uh, I, I can't say a lot about him. I say, well, if he's in your town, please go see him because he, he will have you knocked off your feet. Um, shout out to the Baltimore Comedy Factory for, uh, for uh, I can't even say the word, I would say endorsing this interview, or should I say sponsoring this interview, the premier place in Baltimore for comedians, upcoming comedians, and also headlining comedians. So if you're in the Baltimore area, please check out the Comedy Factory uh, in Baltimore. They moved from uh, downtown the power plant to a most studio ho studious hotel uh, around the Dundalk area. So I go there to get my laugh on, and you should go there to get your laugh on as well. <laughs> but, you know, uh, interviewing Justin, he was a very funny guy. We talk about getting into uh, the business, uh, being a comedian, the upstarts, you know, the usual. But he throws some anecdotes in there about... Um, you know, acting and, you know, how, how to go about in the business. So he was very, very informative. It was very late, you know, after the shows, um, you know, giving a, uh, a great performance. So, you know, that's how it is. That's how Shot Lounge is, the Traveling Man's Podcast. I go places on the road, uh, sit down and have these interviews. No call-ins. Even though eventually I'm going to have to get people to call in the Shy Lounge because we're so far apart and they agreed to do the show. Um, anyway, um, but I apologize for those for putting this episode out a bit late. Uh, I have been um, under the weather. Um, for some reason, I just my system shut down and I was, I was so sick. Um, and also, uh, the, the uh, celebrities have been passing away like left and right lately. I mean, shout out to uh, one of the greatest musicians of all time, Prince, uh, that passed away. And also China, who was going to be a future uh, guest of Shy Lounge. Um, I had met China in December of 2015 in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, I, I really wanted to talk to her about Japan. Um, nothing really about her WWE career because everybody asked questions about that. And she she pretty much delight uh, lit up. When I asked about it, you know, being vegan and being in Japan. Um, but I was so sad when I heard the news because um, I wanted to bring a side of her out that not a lot of people have bought out. Um, not not saying it's a bad thing or bring out the devil, but just something that people just don't know about. Because most of the time when you hear China, you think uh, D-Generation X, uh, WWF, and the Attitude Era. So... I had to get away from that, just like Shy Lounges, uh, we we escape from the uh, box that a lot of podcasts and our interviewers do. 
Um, also, Prince um, unfortunately passed away, um, which was very very sad. Um, you know because he's one of the great one of the greatest musicians of all time, and um, you know um, I was a fan of Prince not because of his music but because of the politics that he stood um, stood for. You know owning your own music and not being a slave to the entertainment industry. And, um, you know, that, that made me a fan of him. I mean, he wrote very, very good songs. Some of sexually explicit, um, you know, could listen to him as a kid and, um, I can listen to him now. And I, some songs I wouldn't even let the, uh, little kitties listen to because they were so explicit. Some were so deep, but he brought that funk measure into the, uh, into the music, which I actually, which I actually like, and a lot of people like, you know, not a lot of people are open about funk music, but you know, they hear George Clinton, Parliament, and uh, you know, even War, they will get into the groove at parties. But uh, you know, I, like I said, I was under the weather. Um, shout out to Zyko Coconut Water for helping me get back into things. Um, you know, they they reached out on Twitter and um, gave me a shout out and. I gave him a shout out as well. Fair trade, even trade. I ain't bugging. Um, that's that's what I do. I love to network. But before I get into the Justin Hires interview, I do have a, uh, a musical selection. Wow, I sound like church when I say that. I have a musical selection. No, but it's uh, by a returning uh, guest. I should say the third time, but it's actually the second time because it... Um, as far as the individuals that are the whole collective, but it's from Chris Prism of the hip hop group Illiteracy out of Roanoke, Virginia. He uh, emailed me a beat and said, "Yo, I need you to, I, I want you to listen to it." And as usual with Chris Prism beats, I listened to it and I said, "Dope, I got put on the show," and I am. His uh, his beat is called the Wind Up. So I'm going to let you listen to that. Um, I, I'm not going to go further into it because he makes thought-provoking beats in that boom-bap nature. And that's what I want um, as far as hip-hop, the boom-bap, because we don't have that anymore. Um, most of the time it's trap music, the rap, and the Castile, that kind of thing. And uh, a lot of people emailed me uh, beats like that. And, and supremely, I just couldn't use them because, you know, it's it's not... You know, because Shy Lounge is a place to have fun and chill out and relax. It's not a place to get riled up and amped and start breaking things. And, you know, um, and, and plus, it just didn't fit the demographic of the show. So, if you have that boom bap beat, or if you got a little song, sing country, well, not really country, hip-hop, uh, soul, or whatever have you that you want to uh, send for me to put on the show... Send it through shin.blade.808 at gmail.com, shin.blade.808 at gmail.com. Now, with that being said, I bring to you, oh goodness, I forgot. Um, If you want to follow Chris Pritham, go to uh, Twitter and tweet him at Chris Pritham, P-R-Y-T-H-M, that's Chris, as in Chris, P-R-Y-T-H-M and follow him on Facebook. He's a he's a rising producer. I think he's going to be one of the greatest if the right people listen to him. I think he's also one of the greatest in my mind. Um, 
But, you know, I had to get the social media out there. So, with that social media out there, let's listen to the Wind Up by Chris Prism.
right, I'm here, here with, uh, let's see, how can I say this? Um, I know the name, but I'm, I gotta get intro, like, the star of Rush Hour, Justin Hires. What's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, brother? Thanks for having me. Oh, no problem. How you like Baltimore so far? I love it, man. This is my first time headlining. Mm-hmm. I just ate some wings, so I was trying not to burp on this mic. <laughs> nah, it's okay. You ain't, you ain't the first one to be, uh, go, you got, you uh, got <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I got itis also. Oh, long, long, long as the other, one, as the other gas ain't coming out. I'm real sleepy. That's coming soon. No. I'm going to be on the toilet real soon. I just had, I had these hot wings. Um, but yeah, this was my second time in Baltimore. Last time I was here uh, was a year ago featuring yes. for Atheon Crockett. Yes. And uh, now this is my first time headlining. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it went good. Got a mini standing ovation my first night. Yes, you did, and then also very many. And when I say many, I mean it was two people. But <laughs> <laughs> we count that. You made yeah, two you people stand. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we count those. Man, dude, you had you had a like a wild heckler, like you know, dude was coming out talking about uh, you know the gay. He still remember you as the gay dude. He, he even popped when you said you were the gay dude from Twenty One Jump Street. He was happy. He was really happy. He was happy. He, he was, was like, he was gay. Yeah, like me, <laughs> me, Justin, me, Justin. Well, you know, shout out to him. You know, I, 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 I'm glad anybody that support me, um, that's what's up. So that's what's up with him. Yeah. Shout out to that dude. Yeah, I know. And, and he made the show good because I was able to talk about him uh, <laughs> in a very politically nice, appropriate way, uh, <laughs> and it was all good. So yeah, yeah, he was a good dude. However, he just came up to me after the show talking about let's go snort some cocaine. Yeah. And get some strippers. I heard that yeah. too. Yeah, I thought he was serious too. He was. Yeah. I passed on that. He asked me too. He asked you too. No. Yeah, he was serious. Yeah, he was like, come on, let's get some free vagina. This is we can cuss on this, right? Well, you can, yeah, yeah. I don't um You don't cuss. I hardly do. Okay, well, I keep it clear. No, 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 no. I'm you, a professional. No, you can let Nigga, it go. Nigga, listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> you can let it go. Uh, what I mean, did I just say? I gotta give I gotta give my guests leeway to be themselves. This is part of Shy Lounge because we are in the green room. We're relaxing, we got food up here. Shout out to Reggie Jr. in the building. Yeah. Uh, feature mm-hmm. for me. Killed it. Yeah, I'm joked what I do, goddammit. Oh, he's going to be a future uh, guest on the show. Absolutely. All day, man. I love it out here, man. Road manager Cedric K. Moore. Mm-hmm. For sure. In the building. He, he from the he from deep Florida. Palaka. He's from Palaka, right? On the map. Yeah. Palaka. Is that northern or south? In the middle. In the middle. Okay, in the middle. Dead Cause in the, cause in the north, you know, they be cooking meth up there in the south. You know, mm-hmm. it be like all over. Nah, they cook. I don't know what they cook. Gators. They cook possibly. Armadillo. Right, armadillos and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we call. Road That's where all my family from. Like, I got a large family, but none of them live in the city of Saint Petersburg, where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Um, so all my family live like in like the country, country of Florida. So Hastings, Palaka, East Palaka, Weelacker. A lot of lackers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Opalaka. Yeah, I got a lot of uh, family. So I got like a. I always tell people my family, they're super funny. Like, people mm-hmm. wonder where I get my humor from. It's being around people like Cedric and a lot of my cousins and my brother and my parents. And uh, yeah, I always call us the unsuccessful Wayne's family. But we ain't shit. Uh, so, so, you got, so you got teens? I'm like, ten siblings? Like the Wayne's? Yeah. Well, no, not similar, but just what he do. Cousins, cousins, like okay. cousins. We got a lot. We got a huge family, right? Uh, and we and they funny. So you know, I'm kind of like hopefully I could be like the king and then you know bring some some of them on some stuff. I want to see your Damon Wayans of the family. You know, he's gonna he's gonna be the raw talent. Maybe even Marlon Wayans. My, my brother might be the Damon Wayans. Mm. <laughs> he really? definitely up. There. Yeah, he up there. Oh, okay. Yeah, so so Justin Hires is the tip of the iceberg as far as the Hires family is concerned. Yeah, I put in that work. <laughs> but 
But, um, you know, every a lot of comedians talk about family and, you know, they say family and their surroundings are the basis of their uh, of their uh, uh, craft. I mean, were there any others like, you know, sometimes school experiences in life, you know, or just being the short guy places and you used to crack on people a lot? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a defense mechanism, like in elementary school because I was super short. So, you know, people would try to pick on me, but I would crack jokes mm-hmm. and, you know, that would be the end of that. <laughs> and so I kind of started using that. Um, more so, more so. Then it helped me also just like with being popular at school, mm-hmm. you know, being the funny kid. And so, you know, I was just always the funny, funny dude. One most humorous in elementary and high school. Oh, really? And one most likely to be in a movie in eight, in middle school. Oh, you cracked that one. Yeah, so, you know, so living up. So, you know, I'm, I hate to go to the general questions, but, you know, some people don't know, but what got you to get on comedy? Like, you know, just say, I want to do this instead of being the guy that, cracks jokes in the family and you know make well, that brave step i really looked up to like people like eddie murphy and martin lawrence and chris rock chris tucker um chappelle so i looked up to all those guys and i and i knew at an early age like their foundation was stand-up comedy mm-hmm. so i knew if i wanted to do the type of roles they were doing and the type of films they were doing my foundation had to be stand-up comedy um and so that's why i got into it okay so um you said chris tucker mm-hmm. now I hate to punch you with this with this this uh, scathing question, but when you got high, this, this is jumping a little bit to the future, or should I say to the present tense? Mm. But when rush hour came, how did you how did you take that when people called you and you auditioned for it? Because those were like large shoes to fill, million dollar shoes. Billion dollar, essentially a billion dollar franchise. Oh yeah. Um, what well, you know, I always tell people Chris Tucker is literally one of the reasons why I got into comedy. Mm-hmm. Seeing him in the movie Friday when I was in elementary school, I thought he was like literally one of the funniest people I had ever seen in my life. And, <laughs> and, and I'm not joking around, like I literally thought he was one of the funniest people I had ever seen in my life. And I was like, if I could be half as funny as that dude, maybe I'd have a career. Okay. That's what I am, I'm half as funny. Uh, you know, half the size too. Half the size too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, but when it came to doing that role, you know, I've been doing stand-up almost nine years. And so when you've been doing it that long, um, and you've been putting in that work, you feel like you're prepared You're prepared to take on a role of that magnitude. So I didn't feel as much pressure as people thought mm-hmm. I should feel <laughs> or hope that I probably felt. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt like, you know, you know, I always tell people I don't believe in luck. I feel like when preparation meets opportunity. Yes. And, um, you know, I've been prepping for this, for something like this for a long time. Well, it, it's just that, um, you know, I guess you said in your act, I'm, I hate to spoil the act a little bit, but it was saying yeah, like, spoil pe- my act. people... Nigga, stop. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, all right, but I'm going to keep going. But, but even in even, but even in the mindset of being Rush Hour, like in the audition part, like people who just trying to be Chris Tucker. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, yeah, trying. I see people like dressing like how Chris Tucker dressed in yeah. the movie and stuff like that. And even when I went in to audition, I was going for a younger, hipper type vibe. Mm. Um, you know, if anything, I tell people, you know, I'm... My my Carter is more uh, Eddie Murphy, Ax- Axel Foley, Beverly Hills Cop vibe, um, okay. than what Chris Tucker did in in the his in the Rush Hour films he did. Oh, so you mix a little Axel Foley with it too, right? Mm-hmm. But you just wearing a suit instead of a. Uh... Well, I'm not wearing. I wear like jackets and hoodies and stuff like that on the show. Okay, yeah, because I always... well, so I actually only wear jackets. I wear a hoodie in the pilot episode, the first one. Okay, but other than that, I just have like they kind of made me a little bit more fashionable. So okay. I kind of wear like t-shirts and like uh, nice jackets. Mm, excuse me, little, but it's still like a little younger. You just burp. Nah, I just had a little something in my throat a little bit. Vagina here. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 
Nah, I mean, it was some good-looking women out there, though. I mean, yeah, I, was, was, I, I said it was one, though, but she was like an agent, so I was like, nah, I can't oh, talk she was to an her. Agent? You know, so I got network. Yeah. She, she was fine, though. Light-skinned and everything. But, um, you know, getting back to it, you got on stage, and then, you know, I know I got fans somewhere that's going to be like, how did you become the little gay boy on 21 Jump Street and, you know, all this stuff? You know, because... Um, uh, how did I become that? I mean, you know, uh, just agent... Okay. Auditions, you know, I, I moved to L.A. Luckily, I had already had two movie credits under my belt. Who were those? Uh, it was Stomp the Yard in the Gospel. Um, Stomp the Yard? Yeah, I'm standing behind Neo the whole movie. <laughs> go, <laughs> go back and watch that movie, you'll see. Oh, man, I got to. Um, so I was going to college at that time, Clark Atlanta University. Yeah, C.A.U. That's Reggie Jr. Also uh, <laughs> went to Clark. Find a way to make one. And um, find a way to make one. And so basically... I had already booked those films while I was attending college. So when I moved to L.A., I already had two movie credits under my belt. And so okay. that kind of helped me get a commercial agent. And mm-hmm. from there, you know, I, I had booked a pilot with MTV through my commercial agent. They were you know, and then, then they got me my manager. And my manager got me my agent. And, um, you know, then auditions, man. That's how I went in there. You know, it's no trick. People be asking me, like, how you book Rush Hour? How you book 21 Jump Street? It was like... No secret, you know. I got the audition, I learned the lines, and I went in there and executed. And plus, you know, a lot of people think, like, you know, um, and, and there's also in a way in, in Hollywood, quote unquote, that you know somebody, know somebody, and then you got it. But a lot of people. You do need to know people, though. Yeah, yeah, you even, do. Even the first two films I did, I mean, the producer is from my hometown, St. Petersburg. His name is Will Packer. So he produces all the, like, Kevin Hart movies right now. And uh, I, I went on set of that, the gospel to be an extra. <clears throat> However, there was a rapper that wasn't showing up to for work. Mm-hmm. And so me at least just knowing that producer, they thought of me to at least audition. Mm-hmm. And so but so that like knowing people kind of get you in the door at times, but then you got to do the rest. Mm-hmm. I mean, it helps getting you cast it too though. But um but yeah, so you do need to know people. And that's why it's good I always tell people to be to be nice. Yeah. Uh, just be a good person. One, because it's the, the right thing to do. But two, you never know who can help you. You never know where somebody's going to be at in their career five years from now. So, like, you could be talking crap to, like, a PA on set, you know, somebody that's getting coffee. And five years from the, from there, they might be a producer with their own TV show. You know, if, you need to remember stuff like that. Yeah, it's a lot ugly in this business, and that's why I try to go the honest route, where it's like, you know, what you see is what you get. You know, talking behind the back. Mm-hmm. Because it screws you in the end. And, like, uh, like you said, you... You end up pissing somebody off, excuse my language, right. and they end up being a star. And it's like, hey, man, you remember me? And it's like, uh, you know, uh, whatever, man, Justin Hires, I don't, I, don't, I don't like that dude. So, I mean, it's just like Tom Hanks. <laughs> That's what you know? my mother tells me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just like, it, it's just like Tom Hanks. You know, he did a show called Bosom Buddies, and nobody thought he was going to be, like, anything. And right. uh, he did a string of movies, and then Forrest Gump blew him up big. Right. So, you're on the road, and you... Um, now you're doing your own thing. You know, you're not headlining for anybody. I mean, you're not opening for anybody. How are you handling it? It's like a lot of girls come... Oh, I know you're married, but a lot of girls come up and still try Oh, they to, throw that pussy. <laughs> 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 they throw that pussy. Uh, listen. They, they throw like they, boomerangs? Uh, yeah. Um, and I let it go by. Um, no, no. So well, this is this is what it is. You know, this is like my first time really headlining. I did a headline show in Burbank, California, a place called Flappers, to like oh, yeah, kind of prep prep me before I came out here. And this and tonight was my first night really headlining, doing forty five plus minutes. I did I think like fifty minutes tonight. Um, so I'm paying attention. Yeah, so it's like 
you know, women come up, but you know, it is what it is. You know, I'm they they think I'm funny. I need you know, I want the the you know them to support me and do what they do. You know, everybody you know just having fun. It ain't like they like unzipping my pants and going down on me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like it's all good. Well, look, the only thing that went down on your show was the microphone because it was it was level way too high. That's what I thought it was high. Did yeah. they turn it down? No, 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 no. You did. It, when you came out on stage, the microphone was above your head. Oh, you're talking about oh. And it was oh, like it was yeah. like a microphone tea bag. Oh way. yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I, I've had that happen before, so it's all good when that happens. It's like an automatic joke. But um. Like you said, you go on the road, like, um, I know you do mass media, like, everybody's reaching out to you, like, on Twitter, like, you know, uh, you go to the affiliate stations, I mean, you, I mean, how, how much of an off time do you have? Like, I, I always wondered about this about comedians, and honestly, this is the first time you headlining a show, mm-hmm. and outside of LA, but this is the first time of me talking to a comedian on my show. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. that's dope, man. So, you're the first one, but... It's downhill from here. <laughs> well, you know, oh, it's all uphill from here, actually. <laughs> well, yeah, Michael you know. Blackson gonna be in town uh, next week. That's definitely a step up for my black ass. <laughs> really? Uh, my, yes. Black- I, yeah, you gonna be in town this week? No, I'm saying like you said, that's a step up. I think you guys like in the same. Uh, oh well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. No, I see that's what being the lead on a TV show gets you. I mean, he does a lot. Man, of- Michael Blackson, you mother, you mother sucker. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, say he in the same lane. You mother sucker. I've been doing this for 20, 20 sucking years. Uh, so yeah, yeah, actually. Hi, Every, yeah, yeah, twenty years. Yeah, he's a beast. Twenty five. I, I just seen him in Meet the Blacks. Funny as hell. Did he? Did he? Like uh, the first season of Comic View. Did he take off the dashiki? Mm-hmm. He don't wear the dashiki no more. He he had the dashiki like all the time. Yeah, like, yeah he's funny. And he was just. I did a pilot with him a long time. My homeboy Justin Mitchell was doing like a, just a, a pilot on his own in Atlanta. Okay. And uh, and Michael Blackson was in that, so I, I've known him for a long time. I think I was like eighteen when I did that. So, man, yeah. man, I'm just thinking about it. We got if I interview him uh, when he comes in. We gotta stand up because he black as a couch. Like, uh, fade in. Uh oh, shots fired. <laughs> nah, don't put it on Twitter. Don't don't put it on Twitter. Like Shin Blade talking about Michael Blackson. He coming there. About to say Michael Blackson ain't finna roast roast me for goddamn. All like this <laughs> I love Michael Blackson. Shout out to him. I think you're funny. he funny. He real funny. Watch his show. I mean, uh, when he come to your town, check him out. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to that dude. So, you, so the one thing you struck quote with me was when you were doing uh, talking about video games. Yeah. Um. What? Okay. Okay. Let's wrap. Yeah. All right. When you're talking about video games, you're talking about uh, my favorite, one of my favorite games, Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah. And you was talking about. Uh, Don't tell the joke. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. <laughs> I, I was in the car like, oh my God, you're going to go there on my game. I'm going to Twitter beef with him. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I love uh, Street Fighter. We, me and my cousin said we used to play that growing up all the time, man. That's one of my favorite games. Who's your favorite? He was better than me. <laughs> huh? Who's your favorite? Ken. You like Ken? Yeah, man. Oh, Why you sounding so disgusted? Yeah, yeah, I like it. <laughs> Ken yeah. Dawes. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Goki fan. Uh, USA, okay. that's Akuma. And um, I, I did like Ryu though, but sometimes he disappoints me uh, with his uh, uppercuts. Ryu. You timed it wrong. Uh oh, I, I, I timed it wrong. Yeah. He's a beast. On, he's a. I mean, the Shinshiro Yukin is like you got to time it right, but I'm talking about the regular ones, the regular Dragon Punch. I'm talking about all of. Them. Oh, but but anyway, um, this conversation is going off course. Yeah, well, this is we talk about we talk about anything in the world. You, you done basically talked about uh, vagina being thrown at you. Yeah. You talked about being in Florida. Yeah. you know, sucking on wings yeah. right now, and yeah. talking about a guy in cocaine. You can talk about anything. Yeah. I can, 
I mean that that's basically what it is. I mean Justin Harris, funny man, bring the funny. Hey man, but because um, of you, I appreciate you for having me. Hey, hey, no problem. I like to have you on in a future episode. Um, when you come back, or I'm I'm going to LA in a couple months. I'll be there. Hopefully, I'll be there if I'm if I'm not traveling. I'm trying to do a couple podcasts out there. So you uh, should, man. There's a lot of people, a lot of good talent out there. I'm yeah, sure. I, you know, let's connect afterwards. Yeah, man. hit me up, man. I um I refer you if you come out there. Like you know, I try to get you in contact with some some nice comedians. How about some uh nice uh women? Okay, that, that ain't disease. Well, or, I can't or, help you with that. Or Caitlyn. <laughs> I can or, find some women. I can't promise that they won't be diseased. Or, or Caitlyn. But what you what you don't know with a rubber can't kill you. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, also, don't hook me up with no Caitlyn's either. Oh, no, uh, no, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, no, okay. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and close it out. See, he, was um, trying to, he was trying to get me to lose my job just now. No, 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 no. <laughs> The setup. <laughs> I'm going to have this nigga on my podcast right at the end. <laughs> you ain't gonna be worse than Tracy Morgan what he said about his kid years ago, but it's all, right. all good. So, um, tell the fans where they can find you. Um, you know, social media, all that. Just, just promote. Um, Justin Hines. First of all, watch Rush Hour Thursdays, ten o'clock on CBS while it's still on the air. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so while it's on the air, make sure you check that out. Um, social media, everything is Justin Hires like tires, but with an H H I R E S. So Instagram. Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, it's all Justin Hires, YouTube, Justin Hires TV. And uh about, yeah, if if I'm in your city, come through. How about MySpace? Just a phrase for the people that's left back. I deleted that as you should have. <laughs> the, the people left back, you know, they got hey man, what's your MySpace? There's somebody on MySpace right or, now. Or your black planet. Yeah, man, god damn. <laughs> that's taking it back right there. But Justin, back. thank you very much. You've been um you've been great. Uh I'm going to uh I gotta get out of here, man. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. The club has kicked us out. They have told us it's time to get the hell out of here. That's what the club tried right. to do humbly. All right, then for uh, Justin Hires, thank you very much, and I'm gonna close it out. Shy Lounge, thank you, bro. Thank you. God, that was a great interview to give. Uh, man, shout out to Justin Hires for uh, sitting down and just, just, uh, and excuse my language, just shooting the shit, you know, uh, about growing up and being a comedian and. Family and everything. I mean, he just just a no. Well, I wouldn't say another, but just a funny dude. I did, however, forget to bring some points up on Charlotte, just I did the last episode with Duelle. Duelle was my first entertainer that I had for on Charlotte because I had wrestlers uh, before, and uh, Justin Hires is my second. But also at the same time, Duelle was my first musician, and Justin Hires was my first comedian. Uh, it's been amazing. It's, I've been very uh, blessed and thankful to have those two individuals on the show. But also, on a bonus episode, I'm going to have Reggie Jr. because I interviewed him the following uh, night after this interview. I mean, uh, I promised him an interview, and that's what I do. Whenever people uh, come out and say they want to do a Shy Lounge interview, most of the time I, I say, yeah, let's let's kick it, let's do it, you know, uh, in lieu of... Uh, being interesting, relaxing, being of business, and also driving some listeners in. Uh, no matter who you are, if you're an upcoming comedian, uh, actor, uh, wrestler, you know, and you got a lot of stories you want to tell, you know, you have a story to tell, come on, Shy Lounge. I, I encourage it all. Um, as said before, if you want to follow him on uh, social media, just follow him at Justin Hires, at Justin Hires, at all of them, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, and, and probably... I think he has a YouTube page. I'm not sure. I can't fact check it right now. But 
I'm so delighted to have Justin um, Hires interviewing him and talking about the show Rush Hour. Hopefully, I have him, uh, you know, for an intro next time, you know, when I'm in California. Um, introducing me to uh, a couple of comedians. Uh, there's some out there that I have met and have seen. Uh, Chris D'Elia is one of them. Um, I forget the show name that he had, though, but I think they didn't get renewed. He, he's a very, very funny guy. Um, small story, though, but I went to the uh, comedy store, the famous comedy store in uh, California um, around uh, Ventura Boulevard. I think so. Oh, no, no, no. Sunset, excuse me. And saw uh, a 80s, or should I say 70s comedian, Yakov Smirnoff, which was a real treat. Um, so, you know, I'm promoting the comedy store. So if you're ever in L.A. and you want some comedy, go to the comedy store. Um, you know, owned by the, the Shores, Mitzi Shore, the mother of Paula Shore. But uh, thank you for listening to this interview. I have more coming up. I have bonus episodes. I have... Uh, you know, some more uh, celebrities in development, you know, because uh, I think now Shy Lounge is turning from a wrestling podcast to an entertainment podcast, as it should. Uh, very, very uh, happy to do that. So I want to thank Justin Hires for uh, being on this episode. Uh, we've just been uh, kicking it, as you heard. Um, thank you to very much to uh, Chris Prism of Illiteracy for providing that dope beat to wind up. And also, with, um, man, I got I got a lot of stuff to promote. Uh, well, you know, it's late for me. I'm always uh, moving around, hustling, working. Sometimes I forget to uh, record these episodes. But then again, it's always something that's happening, uh, whether it be um, people lining up people for Shy Lounge interviews or traveling, going to New York doing Legends TV with Evan Ginsberg, uh, which is a good show, which is a very, very funny show. And he's a good friend of mine. Um, I cherish our friendship pretty well. He's a very funny guy. Uh, we go back and forth about barbs and entertainment. Um, and, and I will be back up there uh, May 14th uh, for an episode uh, with guest TBA. I have, we have some guests in development. We, we don't want to spoil that. We don't want to... Uh, yeah, we won't spoil it because we don't. I, I don't believe in telling people who I have and then they not show up because that makes them look bad and also makes uh, me look bad, Shinblade. Um, so I'll be up there for Ring of Honor Wrestling and a couple of interviews and uh, that'd be it for a future episode. So thank you very much for listening. I close it out doing the shot hands. I, I can't do it with the mic in my hand. And uh, for being Shinblade, I wish everybody peace, love, prosperity, uh, center yourselves, keep, keep yourself well, be good to others, be good to yourself and be true, be happy and be healthy. I want to, I want to.